Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today's episode is an interesting one. We're going to be chatting about ways to change your body composition without dieting. Okay, this is a magical thing. We are changing the amount of muscle and fat that you have in your body and shift it to um, a shape or, or way that seems more ideal and flattering for you and more healthy without dieting. Sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it's not. So we're going to learn exactly how to do that today with these simple steps. So let's dive right in. Body composition. Body composition, if you don't know, is basically what you're made of. Um, so changing your body composition, again, in general, in this instance, we're talking about that transfer of fat and muscle. You know, putting fat in certain areas, we want it, and muscle in other areas, we want it, and, you know, vice versa. We get to basically mold our body in the way we want. So that's what I mean when I refer to body composition. And by the way, the things that we talk about today are exactly the methods that I teach my clients. I love building a solid foundation. We start simple and we get the ball rolling and then we get you fantastic results. We just sprint. So if that's something what you're listening to today that you find like, hey, wow, this is really great. Like, and I think I could do this. You might want to check out my programs. Um, go on to tinawylandfitness.com slash programs or you can click on the programs tab at the top and you know browse through my programs i have a ton of different things from nutrition to workouts self-guided versus more one-on-one online coaching um you could fill out applications there all the information's there on the website um i even do like six week challenges there is one coming up in september september 12th um for those of you listening Um, And that's going to be really fun. So there's a lot of great ways that I can help you out. Um, If you're interested, be sure to check that out. Okay, but we are going to go right into the ways to change our body comp without dieting. So number one is more protein. Um, Protein is like magical. (laughs) Uh, I have a whole podcast episode about um, protein. I wrote down actually each macro protein carbs and fat into its own episode it's a ways back i'll try to link it in the show notes of this episode the protein one um it's actually a popular one it's it's one of my top downloads (laughs) but it goes all over how to track protein what protein is uh how you how many grams you should consume so i'm not gonna go too into depth here uh but essentially i've noticed this change with myself when i consume more protein and i don't change anything else i do notice that shift to that long lean muscle look and less fat and i stay fuller longer um so that is really great and i feel like like i said my body just starts to look more of the way that i want with minimal effort you know just adding some more protein in it's good for you and you get great results um so really an underrated um method to change the way your body looks second thing sleeping and lifting weights these two together (laughs) is like the power couple um sleep is essential 
And I think another component of sleep that a lot of people don't realize is lack of sleep is somewhat of a stressor. And stressors can cause us to become inflamed and puffy and hold on to water. So if you don't get enough sleep, that stuff starts to happen. And you may look a little what's the word <laughs> watery you know like did you have you ever seen maybe you've had some definition and then all of a sudden you look watery you know like you lose your definition you look flat it's because your body's holding on to water um you're not that nice like you know cover shoot cover shoot model <laughs> model on the front of a magazine um the way she looks long and lean she's actually dehydrated hence why you can see those muscles um but it, it does work that way if you're holding on to inflammation you'll look puffier um bulkier watery or <laughs> um so sleep is important plus it, it's just good for functioning you're gonna feel better you're gonna repair your body back better and it, it's just sleep sleep is important there's some people that say they're gonna sleep when they die and that's horrible horrible way to think um try to shoot for your seven hours at least everyone's a little bit different with their preferences i am a sloth and i prefer the nine to ten hour range it's wonderful um but on top of the sleep is the lifting weights uh you know i'm infamous for lifting the weights it's just what i love to do but um you know, if you changed nothing with your routine, you know, you were doing just cardio and eating whatever you did, and then you added in weightlifting, you're going to see an instant change in your body composition. And it's going to be mainly positive. We're going to see more muscle getting added on. You're going to start to shape your body. You're going to start to get to see the curves. We're going to start to tone up. Um, lifting weights really does add that extra component to body recomp body composition so definitely lifting weights and sleep non-negotiables <laughs> none of these are really non or all of these are non-negotiables i should should say um with that being said another non-negotiable is walking so something great for your body composition is walking and i know these sound so simple but i feel like we get caught up on buying the next fancy supplement or the next fancy trend that we forget to go back to the basics and we really slip away from the basics and if you go back to the boring bland basics that's where the magic is <laughs> that is where the magic happens the magic happens in brushing your teeth every day laying your clothes out the night before doing the dishes you know it's the same thing with this drinking your water getting enough protein getting enough sleep and you know i guarantee you if you look through your routine right now there's something you're lacking in whether it be not enough sleep not enough protein you don't lift weights um this one the walking do you really walk like even me i will admit when i wear my fitness tracker there will be days i am in a gym <laughs> full time and i'm walking around i'm cleaning i even walked on the treadmill i got a lift in and i was like wow i definitely am over ten thousand steps and i'm at like seven thousand okay not that seven thousand is bad but a lot of the times i feel like we overestimate what we think we're doing <laughs> 
um you know so i have to do a lot more to hit that 10,000 mark um than i thought i would need and i think that's something that we do so walks are important whether you have a dog that you're going to walk whether you're going to walk with your significant other or a friend maybe at lunchtime at work you have you know time to walk around your building enjoy the nice weather um you might have a work from home job so you set a timer to get up get out just kind of walk around your yard, your house even, going for a morning walk, a nighttime walk. There's so many great times to walk. Getting a standing treadmill for your house, um, a little compact treadmill, that's something you could do as well. Uh, there's so many ways to walk, okay? So walking is very important. It's movement. Um, it's going to help you burn calories. It's going to keep your joints nice and fresh and keep that inflammation down boost your energy and just change your body composition again okay next thing this is an important one um it can be controversy to some controversial to some people but i still recommend it if you are against it so tracking food again we go back to People tend to over or underestimate what they are doing. Tracking food is so eye-opening. And I'm not saying you got to pull scale out, weigh your food. Um, I'm not saying you have to bring a scale with you when you go out to eat. No, 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 no. We're not being a competitor, like a bikini competitor or a bodybuilder. We're doing this for lifestyle, right? So tracking food, it could be as simple as, okay, Tomorrow, I am going to write down everything I ate. Or I'm going to take a picture of everything I ate. Yes, even if I get grab three pretzels out of the bag, I'm going to note that I ate three pretzels. Because what happens is, is once you become aware in this busy-ass world that we live in, where we are just worried about one thing to the next, that we can't even focus what is in front of us, you're going to be like, wow... I eat a shit ton of sugar or carbs or oh my god I thought that was a tablespoon of peanut butter it's like three tablespoons I'm really eating like 400 calories when I thought it was like 120 there's so many or you might even be under eating there's instances where people are like oh shoot I'm only eating like 1300 calories what the heck so you, I highly recommend that you track your food, even if it's for one day. It is such an eye-opening experience, and it makes you look at food in a different light. And it, it, it's better, for instance, something so stupid, like I had a client, um, he's still my client actually, and we were talking, and he's been training very consistently, um, but the scale, just despite what he did, has, was not going down. I said, well, how's your nutrition? Let's look into that. And he goes, well, everything's not bad. And I said, well, he, he kept his training days with me the same. He was coming in two days a week, but his training days on his own were cut back because he has a crazy job, crazy schedule. He just couldn't find the time or energy to make it in other than the times that he had committed with me. Well, I said, Okay, so you're you're probably eating. Like, have you changed the way you ate? And he said, no. Well, I said, so you're ch- you haven't changed the way you've eaten when we trained four times a week, but now you're only down to two. So you're burning less calories, but we're eating the same. Hence, why the scale's staying the same, um, and we're not seeing change. So, 
we're going to cut back portions a little bit in certain areas. And I said, like, something simple. Do you use olive oil when you cook? He says, yeah. I said, why don't you switch to the spray oil? Because I said, do you know how many calories in, are in a tablespoon of olive oil? He says, no. I said, 120. And he goes, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And I said, yeah. So even something like that, maybe even you listening right now, you're like, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know there was that many calories. And think about it. Do you pour your oil into a spoon, like a tablespoon, and then dump it in the pan? No, you're holding it over, you're drizzling it, and you honestly probably have two to three tablespoons. And granted, let's say you're maybe cooking four chicken breasts, it's not going to absorb all of it, um, but still, you're getting a lot of extra calories in little things like that, things that you don't realize, it all adds up. So please, if you're stubborn and you're listening, but you feel like you're stuck and everything you tried isn't working, take a look at the diet. Just be, even if you don't track everything, I I challenge you to be more self-aware of the food you're eating. Check the back of the nutrition label sometimes, or if you're out to eat, be like, how many cat? like a lot of times they put the calories in parentheses next to whatever you're ordering and be like, oh, this one has like 1600 calories in one meal versus like, I could just get this and only get a thousand calories so i'm saving 600 something like that can be truly life-changing even if we just take that little step of effort to be more self-aware of what we're putting into our body very valuable the last thing which is kind of more of a generalization but still very important is focus on habit change so it, it goes along the lines, like I said, of, of tracking your food, more protein, sleep, lifting weights, walking, but focus on habit change. So let's say it's unrelated to this. How I was mentioning that this is at the core of my coaching, of what I do with clients, is we get to their root because every person is unique, which is why one-on-one coaching really comes in handy because, you know, Kathy over here, she's not losing weight. She feels like she's doing everything. But the root of her problem is she stress eats at the end of the night. Um, and every time she's stressed, she eats or she drinks a ton of wine, but she's not even aware of it. So when we do self-discovery and we talk about it, we figure out a plan and, you know, we we figure out how to change that habit sub that habit out for a better habit and make her more self-aware of it but then on the other end we can have johnny and he thinks that he's being active and doing all the right things when in reality he's like me and he's like oh i only get four thousand steps a day i was thinking i was getting like ten thousand um so a lot of these habits they're either bad habits we've picked up over time uh, just from being busy and we put things off and we be just we just become so unaware of what we're doing or again it's the lack of self-awareness so they kind of tie together but being more self-aware seeing what your quote-unquote bad habits are and replacing them with something better and you know I always talk about this but even if it's a little bit better better progress not perfection little stuff it can truly change your life and your body composition (laughs) okay guys so um that actually wraps up the the ways to change your body composition i hope 
this gave you a new light into thinking about dieting. Um, it is definitely a more lifestyle realistic approach. With that being said, I wouldn't, you're probably going to see results slower and steadier than if you were to like go on a set diet. Um, but I, in my opinion, from who I've worked with, this is more sustainable and you won't have that period where you're like done with a diet and you like gain weight back and you fall off track and you have a hard time transitioning because the act of doing these things allows you to transition into your healthy lifestyle. It allows you to create the healthy lifestyle that you want as opposed to following a set diet, even though it's fun to do that. Um, you, you ultimately always fall off the wagon and you like end up in this endless cycle. So we don't want that for you. So if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if wherever you're listening, you give me a review, um, you know, just rate it five stars. You can write a nice little note too. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But it just allows me to share this podcast with other people. I do not make money off this podcast. It is purely for fun. Um, I enjoy talking to you guys. I enjoy getting my drink of choice and chatting. Um, but it allows me to share information with you in a super casual way because that's just me. <laughs> um, and I can look however I want. I could be, you know, in a robe right now and you wouldn't even know it. <laughs> I'm not in a robe though. But uh, yeah, fun times, guys. I hope you enjoyed my little chat with me. Until next time, I will talk to you soon and have a great rest of your week. Bye now.